Communications disruption can mean only one thing, invasion. You must contact me. Hello, and welcome to CO Bibble, Babble Bubble. You may be uh, noticing the release date here as being Sunday, just like it was Sunday the week before. Is this going to be the new release date for the Babble Bubble? Maybe it is, maybe it won't. You know, there's just been some circumstantial distractions. That's uh, led to this, and you know what? Maybe we'll like it, maybe we won't, but as long time... What are we not going to like? The release date's on Sundays. <laughs> maybe people at times set aside on Saturday to listen to this, and they waited at home anxiously to click play. I hope they reached out to you with their anger. Let's be honest, nobody's going to... The fans of the Babble Bubble are nothing, nothing but friendly, but I'm trying betrayed. to calm them down. They've been betrayed! <laughs> been let down. I'm so sorry. But anyhow, yes. <laughs> As you can uh, you can hear, we have um, a very special guest. The uh, the social media persona K Harmonizer is here on the show. Got some exciting things to talk also about. Known as Chili Otherwise known as Chili Cheese Tot on Steam. So uh, so look her up. You know the Babble Bubble sponsors. Some Town of Salem games for any fans who want to get on it. It's not Star Wars related, but we can make it Star Wars related. Good game, by the way. We're not, by the way, they're not a sponsor of the show. <laughs> this is not a paid advertisement. There are no sponsors on the program. Except the fans at their hearts. And then we also have a, a third special guest, or a second special guest, third co-host you may hear. The guy outside is coughing ridiculously because of... a. Uh, Cedar fever or something, but it sounds like the bubonic plague. So if you pick up his coughing, you know, that's that's not us. That's him. So, But thank you for your concerns. Let's send some good well wishes to uh, the neighbor outside. But yes, anyhow, on, on this episode, we're going to talk Attack of the Clones, which a K-Harmonizer and I just, just watched. And I decided to watch this for two reasons. Um, the first reason is that uh, my bel- lovely co-host here is uh, going or co-guest is going through the uh the awesome process with with me the awesome process of watching through all the star wars movies in chronological order which she has never done before i've done it before and i highly recommend anybody else do it whether you are a casual fan an intense fan or just someone who enjoys star wars now and again because it's really cool to see what themes are intertwined which musical themes which settings, lighting, colors, outfits, certain cues, etc., as it strings together. And then the second reason for that is that uh, unless you've been living under a rock or you somehow time-traveled up to this point prior to 2015 is where you're from, and now you're here, the sequel trilogy, which uh, just wrapped up with The Rise of Skywalker, uh, focuses heavy, heavily on the romance between... Uh, Kylo Ren, a.k.a. Ben Solo, and Rey, later self-proclaimed Rey Skywalker. And uh, anyhow, in those movies, you know, a lot of fans have naturally drawn comparisons between the other significant romance in the Star Wars franchise, which is Anakin and Padme, which really comes to light and is well exemplified in Attack of the Clones. And, you know, a lot of people are out there saying, oh, 
Raylo, which is the celebrity name of Kylo Ren and Rey. Uh, Raylo was done worse than Anakin Padme. It was done better than Anakin Padme. It's all opinions. There's no correct answer to this, but I thought this would be a good time to revisit that relationship and other things that uh, are happening in that film that are enjoyable. So, Kay Harmonizer, mm -hmm. the woman herself, tell yes, me. I... Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, what did you think about uh, Annie Dalla? That's the celebrity name for Anakin and Padme's. Padme no way. Yeah, right? Oh my gosh. Oh my god, you learned something new. Or Padakin is another one that they get. Annie Dalla sounds better, in my opinion, because it's oh. Padakin. We could come up with another one. Paddington. Paddington Bear. <laughs> Paddington Bear, a beloved okay. romancer. So, you know, luckily this podcast, it can be positive, it can be negative. We just talk about the prequels, whatever you feel. You know, was something over the top? Was it done well? Is it a good romance? A bad romance? Lady Gaga. <laughs> Paddington Bear. <laughs> said, let's go. Good scene. Uh... When they first got to her planet, um, I guess further into that, I felt like I was in like a clip of Sound of Music with these almond-shaped cows grazing in the fields and Padme's dancing around like Julie Andrews. And I was waiting for them to break out in song, but um, nope, we're just going to ride the almond-shaped cows and... Have a hollering good time <laughs> and laugh. And laugh a lot. <laughs> With our big mouth. Big mouth, yeah. <laughs> Hayden has a very big mouth when he laughs. <laughs> you know, and you, you can imagine what it must be like. I, I couldn't talk with my mouth as open as he talks about. You know, it's uh, Padme! <laughs> oh, God. You're just as I remember you in my dreams. Yeah. I guess there's more of a visual to that joke if you're listening. But just imagine my mouth is opening... Very wide. Yeah. But yeah, but that's how you can tell he's happy. Yeah, it was sweet. It is it sweet. sweet. Yeah, yeah, like I get the whole like cheese balling, you know, the whole romance, like, oh it's accumulating all their positive feelings for one another, them hanging out all the time. With the almond gals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love the wardrobe, you know. Oh, for her? Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's lots of different elements in that. Yeah, I, I have attempted to talk ha her hairstyles in the past on this show, mm -hmm. and that's not a specialty of mine by any stretch, but no, Padme really rocks it, and, um, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. jumping to the sequel trilogy for a second, <laughs> one thing that people like about is that um, Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, has really fabulous hair, and a lot of people like to joke that he is respecting his grandmother. Oh, with, you know, high-quality hair treatment, that he may be wearing the all-black get-up for his grandfather's sake. And the mask, underneath there, it's Padme quality hairstyle. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, you know, where the romance really... And the good looks. And the good looks, yes. He's a handsome guy, Adam Driver. Don't let anyone tell you different. No one else is saying anything different. <laughs> no one else is saying anything different. Who matters? It matters. <laughs> Who matters, yeah. <laughs> um... So, but the romance really sort of reaches a crux after they're frolicking around yeah. on the fields in the boo, where they're having that dinner scene, which is cute. He uses the force, picks up the pear, cuts it, sends it back. But only the part he cut. 
Like he steals he, he steals her pair. <laughs> yeah, majority of it. And he's like, I want that pair. And then he's like, Oh, I have to be romantic about it. Let me quickly give her something back because I really wanted it. That's a great CGI. Yeah, no, the, the little and they have a little the sound bite. effect the of, of the pair. The the fork impaling the pair, like a, <laughs> a little, a little <laughs> of that. You know, that's good film editing. Yeah. Right there. But then after there, we get to the most famous scene of their romance, which is the fireside chat. Not unlike FDR sitting by the fireside, giving his State of the Unions over the radio during World War II, Anakin and Padme are next to the fireplace. Do you know where they are? Do you know? Her, like, summer estate? Yeah, I don't know if that like, belo- it... belongs to her family. It's like there's no one else around. Yeah, you never see the help. spooky. I mean, R2 somewhere. The help. Someone brought them the pair. R2. <laughs> I thought it was a human. No. Oh, there was a human there? I think so. Who brought them the food? Oh, gosh. Oh, who then walks away? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I've seen this movie plenty of times. <laughs> I'm not giving any shout out to the, the hidden food service and <laughs> kitchen yeah. workers of Naboo. And Could... her palace. In her palace. Yeah, does that belong to the... I want to know if it belongs to the state or belongs to her. See, I don't know. Did you read about it? Well, I mean, there's a time, like, in the deleted scenes where they visit her family, but that's not there. They visit her family in the city, and then she goes out to this... Oh, it's, I guess, her own vacation home. Yeah. So she's pretty well off. Or maybe it just belongs to all the politicians. Like, anyone who's a Mm. queen or a senator can go there. Maybe C.O. Bibble... The show's a hot little hideout, like, I'm going to head out in the lake country by the central fireplace, and the pear lady will bring me my pears. No, she was like, oh, I love the water. Like, she had seen it from that exact point. Oh, yeah, like when she was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. But anyhow, to the scene. (laughs) To the scene itself. Which is really great landscape. Oh, where'd she go? Yeah. There's so much sand in this dang movie there's a lot of sand because yeah they go to multiple sand planets it's nice to see water it is nice yeah that's definitely a complaint a lot of the i mean you have two really cool settings in the movie coruscant is awesome especially you know the first act where they're doing the chase scene and going through the city and passing through all the stuff and running through the bar and the crowds of people and stuff and then you see different angles of it like the industrial district where Count Dooku goes at the end, or the place where the you know the stormtroop, pardon me, the clone troopers all line up, and the senators are on the balcony overlooking it. So you see a lot of Coruscant, and Naboo is beautiful. Uh, but yeah, Geonosis is kind of dull, it's sandy. Tatooine though, they get some really pretty Tatooine shots in that when Anakin's oh, going yes. to find his mom. Really pretty. Yeah, like the lighting, like pinks and oranges, like. Throughout the scenes, mm-hmm. it's oh, and the art, the the arches with the rocks, yeah, that he goes rock. under um, after talking to the Jawas. Yeah, yeah, really the mesas. I want a poster of that. It's probably, I think, the prettiest portrayal of Tatooine because we see Tatooine a lot mm. in Star Wars. Spoiler alert! Oh no, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> someone only watching the prequels and hasn't seen the rest of it. But yeah, I mean, like, you can compare it to, like, how they show Tatooine in, uh, like, The Mandalorian. It's not a pretty planet in The Mandalorian. There's no beautiful establishing shots. It's pretty dull. Right. Why did they... Well, because that's how it was in the original trilogy. When you first see Luke, Uh... it looks like a dull planet. And even when you first see Anakin, 
as a kid in the Phantom Menace, tattooing isn't really naturally beautiful. But in the Attack of the Clones, George Lucas decided to have these beautiful establishment shots as he's going through. Hmm? Yeah, he really did. This was the prettiest images. When you have the sand crawler and it's beautifully framed, rule of thirds Mm -hmm. done out well. I wonder if that was him or if he had like... Like a DP or something? Yeah, who was like, let's set up this. A photographer. Some visual effects guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those aren't really there. Yeah, no, those, no, those aren't there. No, the DP. Well, it kind of reminds me. You need remember, to rock a little bit to the left, a little more to the left. Yeah. Like, I'm not Star Wars related, but Avatar won Best Cinematography. Yeah. But what the hell were they filming? <laughs> like, oh, look how they filmed the flying rock islands that are absolutely there. I don't get how that... Like, the beautiful shots in that film are 100% fake. How does that win? It's cool, and it looks pretty, but that's not cinematography. Does the guy swooping a camera around a green screen and zooming in and out count? Maybe that counts. I don't know. But I guess that's what they did for uh, Attack the Clones, and the VP did good on that. So, uh, good on him, yeah. But yes, the fireplace chat. Oh, no. We've been avoiding it. We've no. been talking about what we like about the Please, movie. No. But we're, drag- we're dragging into the fireplace oh. chat. Oh, why, why, why the groans? Why the groans? <laughs> Believe me, I wish that I could just wish away my wishes. But I wish that I can't wish away. <laughs> um, oh, just, just Annie got all terribly blaming of Padme for just... Well, the line that he was haunted by the kiss, telling her, I'm haunted by the kiss you should never have given me. Like, excuse you? This That was like a, you know, a moment y'all had together. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, it could have been the kiss we should have never had, or I should have never leaned into, or I should have never reciprocated. He has to be assuming some sort of blame when you're using language like should have. Yeah. You know, the kiss I should have said no to. See, that, that could have been better. He wouldn't have said no. He wouldn't have said no. Well, because well, reason, as he says in this, you can't ask him to be reasonable. Or rational. 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 <laughs> Which is like, how are you able to like be re- given responsibility? I'm a Jedi, yeah. Can't. You're asking me to be rational, <laughs> which I can't do. You're going to be, um, what is it, when... What is it called when Obi-Wan at the end, like, you're going to be expelled. You're going to be expelled. <laughs> expelled. Jedi. Yeah, Obi-Wan's kind of the Hermione. Use of expelled is a little... It's a little dramatic. A little, yeah. uh, I don't know, schoolboy-ish. Like... Well, it's like in uh, the first Harry Potter movie. When Hermione's like, we could be killed, or even worse, Expelled. <laughs> Yeah. You know, so I, I think... I was just surprised that was even in the vocabulary. Like, that you could even be expelled from, like, Jedi Academy. Yeah. It seems to be, like, he's so far from, like, being a little kid at this point. It just seems to... I don't know. Yeah. Forfeit. Forfeited? You would be forfeited? Your, edu- your education would be forfeited? <laughs> I, don't... I don't know. I don't know either. You'd be... Sh- Shunned. You'd be banned. That sounds more... Yeah, because the Disband- Jedi are like, are like a religious order, right? 
So expelled yeah. makes it seem like academic. Academic. Maybe mm. excommunicated. You'll be exiled. Hey. Yes. <laughs> what is it? If the noise isn't picking up, <laughs> she's presently stomping the the gavel. The gavel of what being is, exiled. What is it? What is the ruling? Order. No. I don't. Order. Order. Oh, the, that the scarecrow does in the Batman movie. Death by Exile. <laughs> it is Exile. Yeah, you could pick Exile or Death. And Death by Exile yeah. is being forced to... Yeah. yeah. Dark Knight Rises. We're bringing all okay. sorts of different pop culture in here. It's not just Star Wars. We've already touched upon Harry Potter, Avatar, and Batman. That's like what I automatically think of when I hear the word Exile. Yeah? Yes, this is Scarecrow. I always think of... banging the gavel. I always think of Napoleon, but I like yours better. (laughs) Being sent off to an island off the coast of Africa, but... Well, anyways. Yeah, anyways. You're back. Anyways. Um, Yeah, just his, like, language throughout that fireside chat's, like, haunted... Uh, scar tormenting me like when he's like you're in my very soul like I carry you with me but it's like ah evil (laughs) yeah he says it very aggressively uh, he's super scary yeah (laughs) I don't I definitely I think I'd walk away yeah (laughs) you need a moment I think yeah Yeah, he's the one who leaves the scene like she stays there the whole time he also has her like, he's blocking the exit physically. Oh, really? Yeah, you see where they are in the Ooh, room. Like, it's she's icky. by the fireplace, and the only way in and ah! out of this room is where he's standing. I just feel so much more uncomfortable now. Yeah, no, there's that kind of imagery, too. And I mean, he leans in and, he, like, says he's suffering. Yeah. When... But I think the, it's... I, but they're together. Yeah. Like, they're, they have these... I don't know. Are they together for, like, weeks? Just, like, <laughs> hanging out? Like... I don't know. How can you be suffering if, like, the one you truly love is, like, all your, like, that's who you're with for this, like, unlimited amount of time. Mm-hmm. But I think it works yeah. for the character. I think it's a weird romance, but it makes sense why he's like this. I mean, he's an emotional guy. No, I, He's been I, forbidden. Like, all of his motivations make sense. What don't make sense is her falling in love with that. His aggression towards her, you're saying, makes sense? Yeah, it makes sense for I mean, him. his aggression in general, in general makes, makes sense, sense, but yeah. not towards her. Well, he doesn't, he doesn't know how to express love. Uh, he like He's grown up in the Jedi Order. He lost his mom. He's been a slave. So she, he's trying to, like, like p- not pity, but, like, convince her to get with him out of, like, fear? or I, I guess so. I mean, like, so making for Making her feel bad? So, like, in, in the Jedi Order, there's, like, all this stuff you're not supposed to feel you're supposed to not feel love you're supposed to not feel anger or hatred or fear yeah yeah like the men of the wall in game of thrones that's (laughs) pop culture reference number four but yeah there's this stuff you're not supposed to feel and so all of these like quote unquote bad emotions these emotions that bring you towards the dark side that bring you away from the light are kind of all in one pot and that's what he's always been taught and so they're all like mentally stored in the same area, so they all kind of come out really confused. So like I get why he is like he is. I think it just comes out creepier than was intended. Harsher. Yeah, like and just... harsher, yeah. So what do you, what do you think she sees in him? Why Excuse do you me. why do you think she ends up kissing him in the 
arena scene about an hour later into the film. Um, hold up. Where are we jumping? To the arena. I'm still on the fire side. Oh, you got more on the fire <laughs> no, side. Okay. No, I mean, um, I love how she stands up to him, though, and says, no, you listen. Like, not just letting him get away with his like shameful snarling yeah yeah she tries to talk sense into him is why this wouldn't work out mm-hmm. anyways i was glad to see that at the end but that you're jumping to like the arena scene yeah like why what what in your mind but How did i she... think we need to stop before the arena scene okay after he arrives back from killing the what are those the Tuscan Raiders, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like freaking out, which makes sense because he just went through something really difficult. Um I was shocked that Padme was so supportive of his um murderous rank, or like his streak that he went on as far as killing people. Yeah, like being, oh it's okay, it's how you're expressing yourself. Yeah. Like what'd she say? Humans react differently to anger. Anger. Something. Or like everyone that. reacts differently to when we're angry. Like it's okay. You killed sentient beings, not just animals, but like people with the society. I want to make sure to tell you that I killed women and children too. Like, mm-hmm. is she turned on by all this power? That maybe it could be. A, is like exuding a kink thing. No, not a kink thing. Oh. Don't use that word. All right. Use the word kink. Um, but yeah, I was just surprised that she was all like, "I'm gonna sit down next to the next to him on the floor," and just now, now, no, like wait for him to calm down and then maybe try and see where his head is really at. Like maybe he's he's just not talking sense in the moment. Like maybe she thought he was even like out of it. Like. Mm-hmm. Oh, like that he didn't even, even. She didn't even believe what he was saying. Right, because ah. it's so out there. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe I've never, I've never heard. Of, I've never heard that take before. That she doesn't think he killed them. Who knows? Because that's a hard yeah. thing to get. I mean, that's dozens of creatures, animals. Yeah. But they're not really animals, right? No, they're, they're yeah. Even if they were animals, they're like, that's no weird. That's yeah, too much, dude. But it's like ah. I live in Florida in an alligator. Stop. Why? Why? What? I'm drawing a comparison. No one goes out. I live in Florida. An alligator took my mom, so I'm going to go and kill all the alligators. See, that's that's weird. I mean, you could. I guess you could get away with it. No. Oh, God. I don't know what you're doing. But that's not romantic. I don't think someone would be like, oh, you killed all the gators. (laughs) You got the gators hey, good. You got them right. good. Anyways, I was just shocked that she wasn't like, oh, you did what? Like, yeah. There was none of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you done with this? No, no, because I, I could have kept going on the gator bit, but oh, no. I got pretty shut down. Um, She is definitely smart. Mm-hmm. Jump into the arena. Well, what did she? What did she pull out 
and like holding her teeth and then like well she has a lot of to... different hairstyles right like a hair so pin she must have like a bunch handcuffs. of hair pins man of different sizes I and mean, that's what I always okay. understood it. I mean, that's a classic use the hairpin. Like, what is she doing? Well, because like the Geonosians, I mean, oh, they're those wings, cockroach yeah. people. Yeah. yeah, they got little tusks coming out too. Oh no, yeah. But I mean, even though they build droids, they strike me as being still relatively primitive people. So, like, I doubt that their handcuffs are that complex. You can do the hairpin technique. Oh, okay. That's that's what I assume it is because she does a lot of different stuff with her hair. Yeah, I know. And that. So, do you... Do what, you... Why would you keep all of them on her? Well, I mean, just, what else okay. is in that little belt? I don't... <laughs> what else? Well, it's a big belt. She's got all sorts of little pockets in there. She's not Batman. I don't know. Okay. I mean, Batman carries a hair pin. I don't honestly remember belt. the belt. Oh, it's got, like, a bunch of little containers. So, do you think she kisses Anakin and says, I love you because she thinks they're about oh, to die? Oh, before they go in the arena. Yeah, yeah. Before yeah, they... that's what she said. So, you see... But that's like, it's coming out of a moment of, of, it's not genuine, it's more of a moment out of, like, pity and pressure. Oh, yeah. She's like, like I'll give you what you want, because I think you're about to die. Mm-hmm. And I guess maybe I will die, too. Mm-hmm. So let's make out for fun. That's good. But then they, like, she's kind of stuck, and then I guess, like, next time she sees him, when they get on the ship, and she gets shot out of the ship, she runs up, and he's missing his forearm, because Count Dooku cuts off his forearm. Yeah. So is that why she marries him? We didn't even see her react to the arm. No, she she says, Anakin, and then runs up to him. But nothing like, oh, your arm. Oh, no. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, no, they don't. she, when I do believe that she loves him. Okay. But definitely is, I don't know, afraid of him a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, like, you can't Like, almost be. a little fearful of how much anger he has inside of him. Uh-huh. Maybe there's the element of feeling bad for him, like you, wanting to be there to support him. Because do you feel like there's an in like a feeling of I can help him, I can fix him, I can fix him <laughs> type mentality? Maybe like oh he's had so much bad stuff in his life. Let me be the positive. Only I'll be able to understand. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Um, oh dear. No, I think, like, the history, right? They met a while ago. Mm-hmm. That helps with love. <laughs> he was 10, she was 14. Yeah. And now, was... how many years is this supposed to be later? 10. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So she's now 24. Okay. And then he's 20. Gotcha. He can't legally drink yet. Surprised he wasn't... Oh, we don't know the rules. ID going into that bar. the laws. Maybe that's why Obi-Wan went for a drink and he didn't, because he knows he couldn't get one. Why do you think it's 21 there? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, do you ever see him sip, I guess, does he have wine at the dinner with the... Well, I don't know. Could be like sparkling Welch's grape juice or Martinelli's that he's drinking with Padme. <laughs> Padme's got the good stuff. It's very and... limited eating scenes in these movies. Yeah. Obi-Wan gets the Jawa juice. When he goes to Dex's diner. You want some Jawa oh, juice? That's what she though. That's what the robot said. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. I thought she said Joe, like coffee. Maybe it's Jawa Joe. Oh uh, yeah. Or Joe juice. I don't know. Okay. It's not, it may not even be Jawa. That's just what I always thought she said. I could be very wrong. Dex was cool. 
Dex is cool. I'm a big Dex fan. Got a Dex action figure. Do you know who plays the voice? Not off the top of my head, I'm afraid. Um, it's The CGI for him looks really obvious years removed. Oh, I know. I think it's, he still looks really The face superb. they do well on, yeah. yeah. I mean, the arms, I think, look more... Well, they're supposed to look massive and monstrous. Well, right? I mean, they look more, like, slimy than they're supposed to. Because, like, that C... Maybe they don't know. Oh, like, I didn't CGI think so. smoothness. Like, I, I feel... mean, I, yeah, I can definitely tell, but it still looks really good. Yeah, I mean, if you made it in this day and age, because there's been, like, a call back... For practical effects now, someone probably try to put him in a suit, or he'd be a puppet. Like they're bringing puppets back into Star Wars things, as then mm. puppets that are smoothed out by CGI, mm-hmm. like the big worm lady in Solo. Like she's a yeah. puppet. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, a big old giant wow. puppet. Yeah, it's cool. That's crazy. Or like Cloud. He's from, Cloud. And uh, he's the Slug Man. And the Rise of Skywalker, who's on the Millennium Falcon, has got the little oh, tendrils coming it's like out. Yellow. Rah! That yeah, guy, yeah, yeah, he's a puppet. Uh, like oh. puppets are really big. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you went to that panel, right? Yeah, on puppetry, Star Wars Celebration. That yeah, sounds so cool. It was cool. Yeah. Anyhow, noting the time, we're getting uh, close to the the end of the discussion. So, <laughs> unless you have any uh, any parting uh, thoughts on Attack of the Clones, I always like to put some fun little questions at the end of any time. You do? I do. I feel bad for... Oh, I don't know. What do you feel bad? For a little uh, Boba. Yeah! Boba! Or Clone (laughs) Jango. Clone Jango, yeah. (laughs) When he lifts up the helmet. Mm -hmm. I'm glad the head did not slide out of the bottom (laughs) of his father. That been gross. Yeah. Yeah. I think they just decided we don't need that. That's a lot more, like, effort we had to put into effects. It's interesting they decided to make an origin story for him. Like, for Boba. Because he's in the original trilogy, and people just thought he looked cool. And there was really no information about him whatsoever. So George Lucas said, I'm going to make a little origin story, like, in the middle of it all, and make it his dad. But the whole, like, Boba-Jango relationship. So, like, Boba and Jango aren't far like from each other name wise so like it makes you wonder like if you make a clone of yourself do you want to pick a name that's kind of similar you know how they both have the fet well no that's their surname but like boba Django. like they got oh, little like the naming part. scheme i don't know i could be it was got o and a i guess it's a o and o a so you just like switch <laughs> switch the vowels and make it two syllables are you about to tell me what you clone well it's hard because if i switch my vowels it's still the same thing it'd be read and read <laughs> Or Reed and Deer. Well, mine would be Kelsey and Kelsey. And you have the two E's also. It doesn't work. You need, I can't. It'd be like Obama and a Jamo. What? <laughs> Switch the O and the A. I really didn't think the two the... names were that similar. Oh, I always thought they were growing up. Oh. I don't know. One has like a harsh N with the G. Like yeah. Go. Jane, go. Go. Buh. Inga Boba. Boba Django. Okay, I didn't have to. I guess it's like someone naming their kid Bill and Bob. I don't know. That's not even quite. I don't know where I'm going with this. It's a Bob and Farb, maybe. Bob and Farb. <laughs> Come on, Farby. All right, Bobby. Or maybe Har- Harb and. No, Farb and Harge. 
Hard is how I feel those two names are. Farb and Harge. Which are like, okay, maybe similar-ish. Ferb Ferb and Harge. That's even farther from... Django and Boba? No, I mean the similarity (laughs) between Harge and Ferb. Yeah, I guess to me it's like Django and Boba. It's Ferb and Harge. We can include this. We are. This is going to go... This is the kind of goofiness (laughs) people expect. I'm sorry. Just... Throw it. No, that's what... Uh, you've listened to the show. You know how the show goes. There's a lot of just this kind of goofiness. Well, I'm glad that they got out of there. Yeah. <laughs> I was shocked that Anakin didn't like jump out of the ship when she did fell out. Yeah? Yeah, I didn't think Obi-Wan was going to be able to stop him. What would Padme do? It's the expelled. You're going to be expelled. <laughs> like, oh, not expelled. This tuition, I'm a Jedi. This tuition is expensive. I think Anakin said like five times, I'm a Jedi. <laughs> like... <laughs> He doesn't want anyone to forget. No one's forgetting that he's a Jedi. Ultimate power. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but they definitely did a good job of making him seem dark, like within him, like evil. Mm-hmm. And he does a good job showing it. Yeah, I, I think Hayden. Where's the dark side? Right? Isn't that what they mm-hmm. say about? I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good. Vader. Yeah. <laughs> What's good? Hayden's performance. That's <laughs> Anakin. It's Annie. He's good at being bad. Annie. Little orphan Annie. Yeah. Mm. Who married them? Who was that guy? Yeah. I don't know. Wait, the pear person's husband? <laughs> oh, gosh. Pear lady and, and reverend boy hang out at the... A reverend Hopefully man? someone who wanted to do it. It is a man, right? I don't know. <laughs> it looks like a man. Could be wrong. No idea. Wasn't an alien. But um wish them all the best. Yeah. Seem to have a very complex relationship as far as power <laughs> dynamics. But uh Sure nothing yeah, wrong. We'll see where happen. it goes from here. Hopefully on the up and up. How the up and up. <laughs> Nowhere but up for those two. <laughs> Happy family. Yep. With the kiddos. <laughs> All right. all right, we're shaking. We're shaking hands right Good now. Time. Good time. Okay. All right. Thanks for joining. Co uh, Bibbles Babble Bubble. Catch you around the corner. You know that's how I sound off my first episode. How? What? Catch you around the corner. And I thought that's so corny. And I re-listened to it like I'm never gonna do that again. But then I brought it back because I thought it was like see you around the corner. Yeah, I've got your Al Roker catchphrase. Yeah. The music's gonna be playing over this. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Bye. It was in your neck of the woods. You're in the woods. There we go. The banter. Third hour. Den lille bag har nemlig sørget.